All right. Joining us now is a gentleman who made some news. Well, actually during New Year's and then made some news today, the 11th of January, 2023. He just re-signed with a big exclusive contract with Bellator MMA. There he is himself, the mercenary AJ McKee. Hi, AJ. How are you? Um, another day in paradise. I cannot complain. How are you doing? Doing quite well. A lot to get to. I want to start with today's news, then we'll get to like, your most recent fight and then the calendar ahead. But first things first, Bellator put out a press release saying they had come to an agreement with you, multi-fight, multi-year uh, exclusive contract. Sounds like it all came together pretty quickly. Uh, walk me through how fast all this got done. Um, Pretty quick. <laughs> um, I was given the option to kind of go and scope out some other places and, and see what I'm worth. Um, they gave me the opportunity to go and see, um, and yeah, the, I was just like, yo, got a couple, one couple on the table here. And they were like, you know what? Screw that. Let's make it happen. What are we going to do? And, uh, my father, my team and I, we sat down and we figured out what was, uh, what was reasonable, what was right. Okay. So you you did negotiate with some other entities. Is that, is that what it sounds like? Yes. A little bit. We, little. we were in the talks a little bit. Yeah. Feel, feeling them out to see where, what the ballpark might be of like what you'd get paid or what all, I guess I'm trying to figure out like, what all were you looking for? Just, just a certain dollar value. Um, I would say kind of dollar value. It, it, it's kind of like a hand in hand type thing. You know what I mean? Cause everybody knows. If you want the clout, you want to be this most famous fighter, you, like what you got to do, where you got to go. But it's like, I don't give a shit about clout. Clout don't pay bills, you know what I mean? So um, for me being homegrown in Bellator and, and my whole career have, have, have being held here, um, for me, I was excited to stay, you know. Um, I really didn't want to go anywhere. Um, there's a lot of things, like I've said, for many years, I've been looking forward to doing with endorsements. Um, and that opportunity is is still full force here. You know, any, any door is possible to open, you know, even if it's closed. McKee got the key. So uh, for me, it's just opening those locked doors. Um, this door is already open. It's been open. And it was just a matter of stepping through and sitting down and, and talking. Now, if it's the 11th here, I'm going to guess, was the fight against Roberto Satoshi, was that the last fight on your Bellator deal? No, that was just a fight to have. So that, that was, was a, just... that was, so that was technically a Ryzen bout or something, right? Correct. Right. So how, how long, I guess I'm wondering, is from the moment Bellator was like, hey, go figure this out, and then, uh, you know, whatever, and then by the time you got back to them, how long are we talking in terms of, like, the number of days or weeks or whatever? Um. I think the fight in Japan opened up a lot of eyes, um, especially just with the way that that fight went. You know, Satoshi's jiu-jitsu is next level. So um, it just shows, you know, the, the proof's in the pudding. When I when I come I come to show out, you know, I'm, I'm not taking part. I'm, I'm coming in full force every time. So uh, I think Bellator was happy with, with that fight. Um, and then just this 155-pound tournament, you know, me being in the 155-pound division, um, nobody knows how good I am at this weight class. Um, so it's another million dollars for me, like, and eight more names on another world title. Say less. 
You know, I, I was a little, I was a little butt hurt the first time going into uh, the tournament and not being champ. But this one, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm coming to kick everybody's ass. Like, it's a million dollars again. I'm, I'm coming for it. You know, and it's a world title, and I get eight names on it. And yeah, some of those names I've, I've been watching my entire career, and I'm looking forward to fighting some of these dudes. All right, I want to get to the tournament. Just a couple more questions on the deal, and then we'll move on. One, are you able to say how many fights or how many years the contract is for? Um, it's six fights. Six fights. That's all. That's, that's a lot. It's a fair. That's a fair amount. Yeah. Well, well, you got to figure the tournament's already three fights. Right. So. Yeah, that's half it, the contract. It, yeah. You know, like if you're gonna stay, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta be fair. You know what I mean? You got to be a little bit fair. So, um, but yeah, after the tournament, you know, we get a couple more fights in. I, I'd love to fight Patricio again. So that's another fight. Um, I think it's only right that we fight one last time. And yeah. Uh, and then in terms of the dollar value, would you say it's uh, like, how competitive would you say the wage is with what you see out, out, out there in the sport? I don't think. I don't know. Complete the fifth. I don't think nobody. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm okay. a happy camper. Let's just leave it at that. I'm I'm okay. solid. All right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, all right. So let's talk about the future then, which is the tournament. Now, in addition to the news about you coming out today, there was also news about this 155 Grand Prix, which you mentioned. They've put in two fights already. Usman Nurmagomedov's going to fight Benson Henderson, and then uh, Mufik and Alexander have a fight together. But they haven't mentioned you and a few other names, obviously. What have they told you about like where they see you, at least to start this tournament? Um. I don't know. I think, honestly, I think what would make sense is Patricky and I just um, just because of the family feud. You know what I mean? Um, his brother and I have been combative back and forth with each other. Um, we're one and one. So, you know, maybe maybe it's big brother who comes in and settles settles this once and for all. Um, and once again, there's another million on the line. So um I think that should be the first fight. You know, I think that's the fight to make. I think that's a fight that the people can get behind. Um, like I've always said, a pit bull is a pit bull. So I'm just looking forward to taking them on a walk. Uh, and then I guess if that would be the quarterfinals from there, do you have like a strong preference? Like, I guess what I'm wondering is, okay, obviously the goal is to get the whole thing to win, to get the million bucks, the belt, the, the, all the things that come with it. But like, are there individual names on that list aside from Patricky that you would want? Like is Usman in your mind, like who you really want to be? Or is it just, hey, from after Patricky, it can be whoever. It it really don't matter to me. Um, I'm setting my eyes on that million dollars again. You know what I mean? Everybody's 0-0 once again. It's whoever comes out 3-0. and that That's the man. So... For me, I don't really care who it is. You know what I mean? Once they step in front of me, they're going to have their hands full, period. And there, there's some intriguing names, though, you know? Like, I, I, I've watched Benson Henderson since I was a kid. I think that's a hell of a matchup stylistically. Um, I think Usman might have his hands full a little bit with this fight against uh, Benson. So uh, I, I can't really say who is going to do what, but um, I don't know. I mean, Usman's the champ, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm gunning for him, you know what I mean? I, I always want his neck. That, that's that's key is that belt. But, um, yeah, Benson's a great fight. 
Um, you got Tafik. He's a brawler. He's good. You got you got some nice names in there. You know what I mean? But in, until I see the bracket where it's laid out, who's where, I'm not worried about it. Like I'm I'm just about to be in the gym training like a madman. You know, I'm I'm out here in London working out. I got a nice mm. little pump in today. It was like, like I'm coming, you know, like I, I just, I, when I'm motivated, it's a fucking problem straight up. I'm I, like, nothing can stop me from training. Nothing can stop me from being in the gym. My dad's probably going to have to tell me to chill out a little bit. Cause like, once I get determined to do something, it's a wrap. Like, I don't, I don't care what's in my path or what's going to stop me. Or try you mentioned it was something interesting. You mentioned that Henderson might give some problems to Usman specifically in what ways? I mean, he's just well-rounded. You know what I mean? He's good on the feet, very agile. Um, his jiu-jitsu is there. His wrestling defense is there. And even if you do take him to the ground, he's still threatening. You know what I mean? He's He's got slick jiu-jitsu. So uh, that's a fight to watch for sure, um, especially for me. Uh, I, can, I can learn a lot from watching them fight. Um, but then again, at the same time, I can kind of analyze what they're doing and, and – see what I need to do and where their weak points are. And I just tell you as a fan of the tournament, and I'm, I'm not sure how you'll react to this. I like, I, I love the idea of you versus Patricky to start. I think that's a great call, but that should be on one side. And I think, you know, Usman Nurmagomedov, the existing weight class champion should be on the other. I think the tournament would go better if some of the other hammers were on the other side of the bracket. And so if there is what, what everyone wants, which probably be you versus Usman, it would happen in the finals. I think I, I, and I'm going to wager a fair number of fans probably feel that way. I mean, that would be smart. You know, I, I think that's ideal. Um, yeah. You can't just have a lopsided bracket. There he is. You with us still? Yeah, somebody's yeah. calling. That's all right. No worries. Um, all right. So uh, it, at 155, how how do you feel? You've had a couple of runs through it now. You had the Spike Carlisle fight in the cage and MMA rules, or I should say North American MMA rules. And then you had the Satoshi fight, which was 155, but a very different rules and a ring. You've tried it out a couple of times. How do you like the weight class? And more specifically, once you're actually in there, how do you feel like, does, does anything about the game change with the weight class, either for you or for the opponent? Um, This fight felt a bit easier at 155, I will say. It, it's just a matter of kind of, like I said, just taking the time to move around with these big dudes and figure out how to maneuver through the fights and, uh, and use my leverage a bit more, you know, the 45ers I can just kind of toy with, you know, and, and put them where I want them. Damn. It's all good. Go ahead. Yeah. I can kind of put them where I want them. Um, you know, the, the first fight with spike, there was a couple of times you could see I went to lift or I went to roll and he wasn't budging at all. So moving into the 55 pound division, you just gotta, you gotta get adjusted a little bit, but, um, I don't know, man. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. That that's the motto, you know. I'm feeling a lot healthier, um, not cutting as much weight. And I, I feel like I'm just gonna get bigger, faster, and stronger, you know. It, it it's gonna take another probably few months, you know. I'm I'm definitely walking around a bit heavier. I'm up to like 75 now. So that's where I wanna be, 75, 180, and then in shape about 175 and then cut to 55. Hmm. Let me ask you a question about something I noticed with your fight against Satoshi, or I should say this, something I feel like I noticed in your fight with Satoshi, but also not, not just that one, several other ones on that same main card. Like this is true for me in the Archuleta fight as well. 
You know, it's kind of funny. It's like there are way more, obviously, North American fighters who are on the roster in Bellator than on the roster in Ryzen. And as a consequence, I just feel like you get a lot more people with a wrestling base and with the cage. The cage is so wrestling friendly, right, relative to the ring. You, the wrestling is just a much bigger part of the Bellator experience than it is the Ryzen experience. And like Satoshi can wrestle and like a lot of those guys on that card could wrestle. But it feels like for the guys who came from Bellator, including you, who just have to deal with that more even though there's less wrestling in the ring overall, you guys were much better situated for it because you have to deal with it far more often than the people who are fighting and rising in the ring. Did you feel like all of the wrestling that happens in the cage really transferred just because there's way more of it than what you might get in the Japanese ring style of MMA? Nah, I think it's, it's different. MMA wrestling in a cage versus wrestling in a ring is completely different. So, so walk um, me through what's so different about it. Well, for a fighter like myself, at least, I, speaking for myself, um, I like to get people against the cage. Once I get you against the cage, I know I got the takedown. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Like, you're not stopping the takedown. I don't care who you are, what you're doing. I get you against the cage, I can take you down. Uh, a ring, there's no places to really kind of prop them up against, you know, so um, it's more like you got to hit hit the angle, cut the corner and explosive, like like kind of freestyle wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm. You get in, you cut the corner and you get them to the ground. Um, it's just you, it, it's a bit more. There's more hazards. You know what I mean? There's more opportunity to get caught in a ring. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's just taking time to really sit there and train in a ring and put in the, the, the hours and rounds. So that you become adjusted and, and you know where you're you're at and just be aware of your surroundings. You know, fighting is is a lot to do with being aware of your surroundings and what you're doing. So um, my whole life I've been in a cage. So for me, I'm going to flip off the cage. I know where the cage is. I can utilize the cage a bit more than a ring. Um, and we saw that, you know, um, when, once I got him into the corner, I felt like, all right, this is like a cage. You know, I knew where I was at a little bit. Um, and then obviously when the fight was stopped and we moved back to the center, it's like, all right, shit, now you're back in the heat, you know? And it's, I'm not going to walk him back over the cage again. It's like, see what this dude's talking about. Uh, what was the thing you liked the most about the ring? What was the thing you liked? And actually, not just the ring, but that entire, just the fight, not the walkout, nothing else, just the fight itself. What did you like most about that experience? What did you like least? Um. 
soccer kicks and ground and knees to the grounded opponent. That was just <laughs> since I was a kid, I've kind of dreamed of throwing those. So, uh, yeah, I, I was glad I got a couple of good highlight reels of that. Um, what I didn't like, I would say I didn't like just the rule setting, not the rule setting, but um, so when Satoshi took my back, I was pretty much trying to put my arms on the ring so I could like kind of chill for a second. And that's when Jason Gozar came in and I was like, oh shit. And I moved my arms and then he slipped under the, under my arm and then took my back and I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? And then another time we were on the, we were on the ground. We stopped right there and he stopped us and just brought us back to the middle of the ring. I'm like, why? Even Satoshi was like, nah, like we're good. Like leave us here, you know, but whatever. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I suppose. Um, yeah, I was now throw a little temper tantrum. You'd be all right. Right, I gotta say, it was it was overall. It looked it looked like it was a lot of fun. Did you like you had? It seems like you had a lot of fun fighting that way, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it's not something I could, I would say I'm gonna do every fight to go right. out there. You know, it, it's you're gonna take a bit more damage in those type of fights. Um, shorter career, obviously, but definitely something I could do a couple times a year, hands down. Now, speaking of that, this contract you got from Bellator, I would imagine, like, you, I, mean, look, I think it's, well, you're 27. You're a senior fighter at this point, right? You've been a weight class champion. You could be another weight class champion by the end of the year, for crying out loud. Like, this is a fairly big contract. In talking to them at all, was there any kind of specification about, hey, I want to be on CBS cards? Or, going back to this past year, hey, if we're going to be in Long Beach, can I headline? Were there any kind of discussions or stipulations about these kinds of uh parts of the fight game not really i don't really give a shit honestly really <laughs> i don't care i don't i'm care. surprised to hear that i would imagine someone in your level I mean, would be like a little bit like hey i deserve a couple of like uh bells and whistles or something like that it, it hit a little personal um well the check the check's all i need you know what i mean that that's what i take <laughs> care true. of my family with you know what i mean I, I pay all the bills i'm paying bills you know what i mean i got my moms i got my dads i got I got a lot that depends on me and I don't, I don't like to go into specifications of, you know, my life like that, but I don't think people see how much I do on the outside. So for me, it's, it's about the check, man. Everything else is just for glory and clout. Like it's all cool, but that don't pay the bills for me. Um, in terms of the sponsorships, you mentioned that like you really want to lean into that. You know, it's interesting. We had like, once the UFC did what they did, it kind of changed the market for everyone. And people are still trying to figure out like how good could MMA sponsorships be? What is your imagination for yourself for what that could look like and how much of terms of your overall income that could actually be like what percentage in that sense? Um, well, we've had a few little hiccups in, in the mixed martial arts world from John Jones with Nike, you know, um, there's just been multiple things that have come into place that have kind of thrown through monkey wrenches into the fight game that kind of have us portrayed as like animals in a sense, you know what I mean? So it's hard for companies to really get behind the mixed martial arts scene and just jump in full force, you know what I mean? And it's such a new sport, you know what I mean? It's less, it's been around less than 30 years, but yet it's one of the fastest and fast growing sports in the world. Like, everybody watches it so for me um i'm clean cut you know what i mean i'm not a partier i'm clean cut i love the kids like you know what i mean so for me it's i could be doing anything you know what i mean that that 
Snickers could be getting a free fucking commercial every time after my fight. And, and I got ideas up here that I would love to do, but it's like, it's not happening. All right, then cool. You know what I mean? Like I said, maybe I go mess with, with Nestle and, and drop a, a Snickers bar and come up with a Butterfingers and be like, huh, sorry, I got Butterfingers. You know what I mean? Like there, there's just a lot of ideas that I have and, and things that I feel that could be marketed very well um, and just bring different views into the mixed martial arts world. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You got Old Spice. You got all kind of stuff, head and shoulders. You, you got everything that you could possibly do. Um, for me, I'm a, I'm a big car enthusiast, so I'd love to get a car sponsor. You know what I mean? Porsche is the cream of the crop, perfection of excellence. Hello, here we got the <laughs> undefeated guy. Like, let's go, you know? Um, it's just a lot of different little things, you know? I'm not one to try to fit a sponsorship in my world that I really don't feel fits me. You know what I mean? Like, every sponsor I have, is is someone i'm rocking with and like it, it's this is it you know what i mean monster you gotta unleash the beast newport watch club bust me down baby you know what i mean got the rollies got the ap's got the petiques the richard millies like you know what i mean seek headphones i stay with music playing always gotta have music like I'm, I'm surprised i didn't bring headphones on this trip and like as soon as i got on the plane i was like damn it i don't have my headphones i was upset you know what i mean so it's just like Little things like that. Biofuel. I'm big into the cars. Happy Earth, happy car, happy me. Like my car, my little race cars run on E85. So biofuel, it's something I genuinely mess with. Undefeated was a big company that I, I, I've kind of watched Undefeated since I was a kid. And I, I felt that was something, you know, that even though now that I have a loss, like I'm still undefeated in life. You know what I mean? That's something. That, that's something that you can't take from me. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'll always be undefeated. You know what I mean? It's, it's a mindset type thing. Um, other than that, you know, Lululemon's about the new one. <laughs> I, I'm messing with Lulu pretty heavy right now. You know what I mean? That That's training gear and sweatsuits all day. Like, you're talking my style. Like, I'm in sweats when I leave the gym. I'm in sweats when I go to the gym and I'm training all day. Lulu me out, baby. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I've been I think the to... I think that line of clothing is called Athleisure. Athleisure is the name. Okay. Athleisure. Yeah. Leisure the athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Make my life comfy and snug. Well, I hope that they see this message and just the same. Congratulations on the deal. Hell of a deal. Uh, six more fights, as you mentioned, the three in the tournament. So we can't wait to see what happens with that this year as well. And uh, we appreciate your time all the way from the UK. Thank you, AJ McKean. Congratulations. Thank you for having me. Peace and blessings. See you soon. There he is.